What do you believe? Organ. Eucharist. Saints. Christmas. Tradition. Sacraments. Hymns. Trinity. Easter. Mary. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Our faith is not a question of I think. It's a question of Jesus Christ has taught us through the church. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, young and old. Welcome back to day two of Christus Arman's 2022 Paternal Feast Day podcast. And a very warm welcome to you guys that's listening. And uh, just for those who are just listening for the first time, maybe, you know, we'd like to invite you to go back one day because we had a really interesting conversation with Deacon George. So you haven't listened to that, you know, just encourage you guys to check that out. And yeah, welcome to day two. We've made it to day two. And if you're between the ages of 20 and 80, you must know this man right here. He is Father Joe Stevens. Father Joe Stevens, welcome to the podcast. And how are you doing? Doing great. Awesome. And awesome. Uh, thanks for inviting. Thanks for saying yes to coming on. Because, you know, obviously, you are a very well-known figure. And, you know, you'll get a lot of people listening in, I'm sure. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, let, let's just have a, have a, have a quick uh, chit-chat before we, we get onto the heavy bits, right? Okay, for those who don't know who you are, Father, would you like to introduce your, yourself first and foremost? Uh, sure. Uh, those who know me, uh, know me. Those who do not know me, let, let me put it this way. <laughs> I first came connected with the Taman Tuni Smile Parish way back when Father De was running the parish. Uh, that's about in 1980s, uh, when there was no chapel there in Taman Tun itself. So the mission was coordinated from uh, Jesus Caritas. And we spent, I think, about two months uh, visiting the whole parish. Mm -hmm. And Tamantun was just developing, you know, the, 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 the older part of the IBM area and all that was done up. And where your chapel is at the moment, that area was just been, just coming up. Mm -hmm. So we visited the families and, uh, and, uh, got to know them and uh, from there, we recommended uh, to the parish priest at the end of the mission, maybe these people need a, a, a chapel there because Father DeCrows of the idea that each community should have their own place where they can congregate to worship. Yep. So we suggested that maybe this is a good idea uh, where they can congregate for worship. And so they decided, they opted for that and Father DeCrows opted for that. So he and the community there, the leaders, Many of them either have migrated, some have migrated, and others have grown on and moved on in life, and they're old, retired. They established a chapel. Uh, it's not very far. It's not very far from the present chapel, but it's uh, it's in a different location. Yep. That's where the first chapel was, mm -hmm. and the community uh, grew, grew, and uh, we I well. Because you visit people, you get to know them, you keep in touch with some and others you meet along the way. So I was constantly in touch with a number of people and yeah. got to know others. In that way, I, I came to know a number of people. And, uh, and that's how the relationship or the bonding developed. 
And then uh, with other priests, we came to do different, different kind of work. Mm -hmm. And it was a further growth and further development of both uh, see the community growing and developing and uh, Tamantun as a housing estate extending, getting bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. uh, and the community also getting bigger and more diverse. And uh, the people that you met in the 1980s have suddenly become very old. Uh, uh, they are the, the pioneers of the place. And now a new generation has taken over. Uh, so that's how it was. Mm -hmm. And others have come into the picture, like Juan Utama, which was never there at that time. Yeah. They've come into the picture now. So it is, it's a very, very uh, cohesive community. The, as an outsider, I see it. Mm -hmm. But every community will have its own challenges, but it's kind of a united and they, they, they seem to kind of a, a get along pretty well. Uh, that's my relationship with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, I guess just talk about more of what you're doing now and where you're residing now and, and, and that part of uh, the introduction. Okay, good. Right now, because of COVID, I, I do... Uh, online masses for the Tamil speaking community in our parish. And then now the church is opening up. So I have done a couple of work in uh, one of the churches, Seven Soros Penang, mm -hmm. and uh, another church in uh, St. Jude Goping for their feast day. And then I'm uh, giving online talks, both in Tamil and in English, uh, to, to different, different groups that asked me to do it. Uh, so that's how I've been keeping busy. Uh, writing article, writing article a... for some magazine, and they asked me. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, you mentioned the parish is, which parish is that? Yeah. Uh, I I reside in the parish of Mother of Perpetual Health in Ipoh Garden, mm -hmm. uh, but I am not right now and attached to the parish. But I do the Tamil masses, and uh, I do the services as the priest require of me. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. So I've I've known. You've been running a little uh, food program back in where you are. And just want to ask you, how, how is that going? And uh, how has that been progressing so far uh, throughout the, the pandemic? Oh, thanks to the uh, help and the kindness from uh, various people, a, a good number from uh, Tamantun. And we began this when COVID started. That's going back to two years now. Mm. And... Uh, We've been, yeah, we've been feeding uh, people uh, twice, uh, twice a week, and uh, we we started with that, just just a feeding program, you know, yeah. and that was the easiest thing to do. Yeah. You're able to collect some money, get someone to cook, and then after that, uh, you distribute the food, and then we ventured off into feeding the street people, mm -hmm. uh, that that's homeless, and we go to different locations in Ipo, a town area or city area. And we bring along, uh, this time we bring along uh, doctors mm -hmm. uh, who will be able to assist the old people or the sick people who need some Medicare, basic care. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we are able to kind of uh, get them to go to GH because they also work in GH mm -hmm. to see them in hospital on Monday or whenever they're free. And then we bring along another group of people who are able to register these people with bank so that they can get the Bantuan. Right. Because many of these people do not have an address, so the bank do not receive them, you know. Mm -hmm. And so they 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 did not get the, the bantuan from the government, whether it's 300 or 400. So we got another group who are able to kind of take them to the bank and register them. And they, 
make sure that they get a, an address. So in this way, we're able to get a number of old people to be registered so they can get Bantuan from them. Yeah. Okay, we've been doing that. And uh, uh, beside that, the feeding goes on. Of late, we have been, you know, uh, because of COVID, uh, unfortunately, uh, we have lost people. Uh, a lot of people have died. So we are trying to assist uh, single parents, right? either the education or to pay their rental bills or something to assist them. Mm -hmm. So someone has come forward to help us out in this area uh, to say they can support four fam, four single parents. So we we have kind of uh, started doing that, you know. Mm -hmm. So and all this is not possible without the assistance and the support that comes from a whole lot of people, and uh, that's my daily prayer that this this generosity of people it, it's tough for them, but they are giving a bit every time that's able for us to carry out our work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice to hear. Like it started from just simple, like you mentioned, simple feeding two times a week, to a more holistic aid, you know, and and just grew from there and then. It's really nice to hear yes. this, this kind of small stories. So thank you, Father, for you know even setting up the the program in the first place, right? Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yeah. It has slowly moved on, you know, moved on. Of course, in in social service, feeding is the easiest thing to do. You know, the harder thing is to journey with them. Right. Yeah. That's that's challenging. You know? It is, it is. Mm. All right. So moving on to the next question. Borders are open, right? Yeah. Interstate borders are open. Just want to ask you, have you been able to travel anywhere so far? Outside Malaysia? Not yet. Just within uh, Malaysia. Within Malaysia, yes. I went to do a marriage in St. John's Cathedral. And then I did another wedding in uh, Divine Mercy. <laughs> And then attended a funeral of a seminarian, ex-seminarian in uh, Kajang. Mm -hmm. And one of the priests died away lately in Sramban, went for the funeral service. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and of course, in Penang, when, where we priests get together for our meetings and uh, uh, other events. Yes, I've been to Penang and uh, these couple of places. Yeah. Okay, awesome. All right, Father Joe, let's talk about the novena. And I guess we'll start off by, you know, me explaining what, to my limited knowledge, what a novena is, right? So to me, a novena is basically a nine-day prayer, right, to a specific person for a specific intention, for a specific something. Lah. That's how but I would put it. So maybe in your own words, could you explain what a novena is? Yeah, what you said is, uh, is uh, right, but we can further develop. You know, novena, it comes from a Latin word called novum, which means nine, it could be nine days, it could be nine weeks, it could be spread over nine months, you know. It's 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 about a, a duration, a period where someone chooses to enter into a prayer life uh, with a particular devotion to a particular saint, mm -hmm. okay. That's how uh, Novena, Novena is. The origin of it, you can say that it is the it is the ascension of our Lord into heaven where you have in Luke's gospel to the Pentecost, the nine days, where the, the community with our Blessed Mother, the apostles and our Blessed Mother gathered in the upper room for prayer. Okay? That is the origin of this nine days kind of thing comes from. Okay? But all it means is that it's a duration 
of time set aside for prayer. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that's that's that you can say is the is the meaning of the word novena. But in our country, in our country, uh, because we are very devotional people, mm-hmm. uh, Malaysians are very devotional people. So there are popular novenas like uh, uh, Saint Jude, for example. You know, it, it's a crowd puller in Rawang. Even though the church may not be big, uh, it will be in the outskirts of KL town proper, mm-hmm. but it's a crowd puller. Okay? What would the intention be for that, actually? Yeah, yeah St. Jude, because uh, the devotion has grown with the understanding St. Jude is the patron saint of hopeless cases. Mm. So uh, there is kind of a, a feeling of helplessness among people that they kind of go to St. Jude, you know. Uh, probably got to redefine that word is about hopeful people that pray, you know. Uh, and then another popular devotion, of course, is our Blessed Mother, Novena to Mary. Very, very popular in our country. Okay. The other popular devotion is Saint Anne, Novena to Saint Anne in Bukit Matajam. Mm-hmm. It draws a massive crowd, you know, uh, Catholics, non Catholics. You know, it's like a festival in. Bukit Matajam, if you ever go there. Mm-hmm. And then St. Anthony is another big crowd puller, St. Anthony's Church, you know, mm-hmm. uh, cultivated by the Franciscans uh, because St. Anthony was the Franciscan. So it's a very popular novena in our country. Mm-hmm. And then there are other emerging like Divine Mercy, Devotion, which draws a lot of people just about Easter time, you know. Uh, there could be other smaller ones, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a period of prayer time that we set aside to a particular saint. Okay, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I think, I guess, okay, thanks for, thanks for explaining that. And I guess we'll narrow it down. This, this, uh, in this podcast, we'll narrow it down to just, you know, talking about the Novena to our Blessed uh, Mother, right? And I guess that there's a few popular ones that mostly talk about the dogmas related to our mother, the, for example, the Immaculate Conception or the Assumption. But today, obviously, we will talk about something that's very quite popular in KA and also back in your place, which is uh, in Nepal, which is the Novena to our Mother of Perpetual Help, right? Or for short, OMPH. So we'll start off there. What does O-M-P-H. I mean, it means our mother of perpetual health. But what does that phrase mean, actually? Yeah. Mother of perpetual health. Yeah. Okay. The origin of uh, this devotion uh, to our blessed mother uh, under the icon of, of our mother of perpetual health. Uh, way back, Pope Pius IX entrusted the picture of this icon of our Blessed Mother to the Redemptorist. And he said, make her known. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was the phrase that Pope Pius IX used. Mm -hmm. What the Redemptorist did was, they took one aspect of it. Okay, make her known means it is supposed to make Mary known from all aspects. Yeah. But we have just taken one piece, that is the Novena devotion. So where, wherever the Redemptors went, from Australia, they came to Singapore in 1930, thereabouts. They established a little church. And uh, besides celebrating Mass, 
they started promoting the devotion to our Blessed Mother, mm -hmm. the Novena devotion, the nine weeks of prayer, okay, with its format of hymns, petitions, writing your petitions, thanksgiving letters, and so forth. Mm -hmm. Now, the Redemptors at that time were also going, doing parish mission. So wherever they went, they also got the parish priest permission to establish the devotion to our Blessed Mother. Mm -hmm. Okay, So uh, from Singapore, they came to Malaysia, uh, and during the mission, they spread this devotion to our Blessed Mother. Now, if you go to Johobaru, Immaculate Conception Church, mm -hmm. you can see the same kind of petition box that you will see in Novena Church, Singapore. Mm -hmm. So they did everything exactly the same. The prayers, the hymns, uh, the, 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 the format, uh, the boxes, and, and everything was just given lock, stock, and barrel to the church where they went to promote this devotion. Mm -hmm. With the only exception, if you go to Novena Church, Singapore, you'll still see the priest conducting the novena. If you go to Mother of Perpetual Help, Epo, you'll see the priest still conducting the novena. But if you go to any of the parishes in KL that conducts the novena to our Blessed Mother, they may have a lay person doing it, or they may have a sister or a brother doing it. And the format may change. Okay? They may have different format mm -hmm. as they do the novena. But they certainly try to cultivate this devotion to our Blessed Mother okay, within their means and uh, whatever expertise that they have, they try to kind of continue because it's a popular devotion next to the Eucharist in our church where it draws thousands of people mm -hmm. you know, at a normal time. The next biggest crowd puller to our church is the devotion to our Blessed Mother. Mm -hmm. Whether we say the rosary together, whether we sing the hymn together, whether we say the novena prayer together, there's always people who congregate to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, that, that is a plus point. The priests, parish priests, who are very, very busy on a Saturday mm -hmm. with all kinds of activities going on, they have tried to move on by entrusting this ministry to the laity. So in your church, in your chapel, if you go there, you'll find a man or a woman standing up there and leading the novena devotion. Whatever format that they take, how short, how long it is, they still do it, you know. Um, I, I have said before, what, what may be good is that to cultivate a solid Marian devotion, like what you all are doing, try to look at Mary from different, different perspective so that our theology is very sound and solid yeah. so that we are not, we do not give room to Protestants either mocking us or belittling us or questioning us that we feel frightened and shy away from because our, our theology or Mariology is built on a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. We know exactly what we are doing, why we are doing uh, these particular things and why do we believe in these dogmas that you just mentioned. Okay. That is a missing link. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think uh, we should be able to do something. I remember giving a talk uh, in your church a few years ago on Mary, organized by uh, Sunny Lee. Uh, a good number of people attended. You know, It's about building up a solid teaching on Maryology. 
yeah. so that we know why hey, why we pray the rosary why we have statues in our house why do we go for novena okay who is blessed mother in our catholic life yeah and and that is missing because we have inherited this from our fathers and our and our grandparents and but we do not know the theology behind it mm -hmm. so whenever we are confronted by protestants we are lost for answers and then we are scratching our head and said am i doing the right thing should i throw away the statue should i throw away my rosary you know rather than saying hey let me try to find out what is the church teaching on this matter yeah so would you say that is one of the important points on why this devotion is important in uh, a catholic's life because you get to learn more about our mother and you get to apologize much better in regards to you know talking about our, our lady right devotions are part of a catholic way of life mm -hmm. okay this is this is not biblical the protestants will say it's not in the bible true but we are also people of tradition yes okay we have inherited a lot of tradition from from our forefathers and mothers okay and the devotions are part of it mm -hmm. okay they understood it they practiced it but we practice it but we have very little understanding of it okay and and, and that's a that's a that's a missing link that's a theology we've got to put back in our catechism that's a theology we've got to put back in our formation so that people who are either doing the novena stand there as men and women of conviction and deep belief and also know what they're doing. And people who come there for this devotion, they know why they are here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Father. Thank you for that. Very, I don't know, I feel very fired up listening to you, actually. Yeah, you can do a course <laughs> on it and, and be a promoter of Novena, our Blessed Mother. <laughs> You're doing a very good job in, in, in that respect, actually. So, yeah. All right. We'll move along a little bit. Uh, I guess the other thing is, we can go a little bit more detail about the flow of the, the Novena, if you don't mind. For, so, so that people who are listening into this, tuning into this, if they are interested, they can get a little bit of an idea of how to start, you know? So if you don't mind, maybe you go through, like you mentioned, the format of how the devotion is gone through. Yes. The, the, the formats may, may change from place to place, you know, and according to situation. The redemptors, the redemptors are the, the, the people who print Novena book in Malaysia and Singapore. Mm -hmm. Okay, they are the ones who are spreading it. Okay, so they are the ones who are constantly updating this novena booklet and uh, introducing new hymns, maybe introducing new prayers. But basically, the format has not changed. It is an opening hymn, a set of petitions, and then after the reading of the letters, Thanksgiving letters, a homily, and then after that, going to prayer again, and then after that, the benediction, and then the divine praises, and then the conclusion. This is the format of the novena, but it may change from place to place, as I told you. You know, mm -hmm. uh, this is not a, a standardized thing that everybody have to use it. Mm -hmm. But this is how the novena is carried out in novena church, and carried out in Ipo, and carried out in many of the redemptive shrines throughout the world. This is what they do. Most churches try to get the novena book and they do it accordingly. Others. Other churches may do it a little differently, but it is a devotion to our Blessed Mother. Okay. Right. 
and uh, and uh, this this is according to the situation uh, that we live in that need to be promoted. If you care to notice, uh, Ian, mm -hmm. uh, if you care to look around, oh, you got you got eyes. You're wearing glasses, suppose suppose you know, <laughs> and, and you are an accountant. You got sharp eyes. Uh, you look around. It is an attraction for elderly people. Mm -hmm. Okay, we we are losing the youngsters. Now, this is a sociological problem. So we've got to find out if you're going to attract young people for Novena, what are the things we need to do that young people may be attracted to Novena? Mm -hmm. Is it the preaching? Is it the way we do it? You know, and these are questions we need to ask and listen from the youngsters mm -hmm. and uh, See, and then able to kind of a prepare a format and that will be attractive and welcoming. Mm -hmm. okay. Maybe Should I can we... give a few, few insights from my side, right? Yeah. So maybe I'm an outlier, but like I'm someone who likes the traditions. So if you ask me to sit through a novena, right, the nine days or throughout this whole nine days, you do this, you do this, you do this. I'm, you know, I'm pretty open to it. But I guess the big thing for me is that I need to know what I'm doing it for, mm -hmm. right? The understanding part. So, right. which, is, which is true. You mentioned this as well, right? The yeah. understanding part is there's a missing link there, like you mentioned. Yeah. There's a missing link. There's a disconnection there. And I honestly think if, you know, the, the, church, the, the church teachings are highlighted more to the young people nowadays, I think young people will be more res responsive, right, to all these devotions because I think that's what lacking. I, I, most of the time, you know, we got a sense of dumbing down, you know, may, may, maybe for my generation or maybe the generation before me. There was a sense of dumbing down the catechism, which I think, yeah, la, not, not too good, la, you know. But we, I mean, for myself, I see a little bit of a change. In, 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 the, in the approach to catechism in, in the coming years. And it's a, it's a good approach, I think, which is not dumbing down the catechism, right? But instead, you focus on what is important, right? And I guess number one, the important thing is understanding the mass. That's the most important. And then the number two is to understand the other devotions that our Catholic Church has. And... Hence why we have you, Father, you know, to, to just connect, be the link, you know, be the link to, 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 to us young people. So I think that's what young people want. We want understanding. Once we have the understanding set in our minds, then maybe we can, you know, go forward with more fervor in doing whatever devotions that is. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, I, that's my take. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you because... Uh, well, that's the way yeah. young people are. They're educated, they're developed, their minds are open. Mm -hmm. and so they have the uh, why kind of question, you know, why do we do this? Why do we do that? What does it mean? You know, mm -hmm. whereas the old people just accepted it. Mm -hmm. This is our faith life. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the way it is. So they just went with the flow. Mm -hmm. But young people are asking for uh, rational answers and the church should be able to provide. And that is why we need to de develop and cultivate a solid Mariology. You know, we should have people there on the pulpit who will be able to teach 
you know, so that questions, doubts can be clarified and, and young people and others who are questioning can make a solid stand as to why the church believes this, practices this, and prays like this. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay, let's move along, shall we, Father? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a fun conversation. Thank you for that. All right. Um, we are used to seeing Our Lady mainly as a prominent figure in the Christian family life because obviously, you know, we, we, we have a lot of uh, icons and even statues of her, you know, uh, holding on to baby Jesus, caressing him, and along with Joseph behind her most of the time as well. So, you know, we would assume that most uh, novenas to our Blessed uh, Virgin Mother is are for this intention, for the promotion of a good Christian uh, family life, was it? Um, are there any other specific intentions that you think most people might not be too familiar about that you think should, you know, be more clarified or should to see a little bit more of a revival uh, among the people? Any other special intentions that, well, actually, yeah, our mother actually does that for us. You know, we should pray to her for that, you know? Right. Uh, well, we, we, we built on what you've said. Uh, family life is extremely important, you know, uh, and, and so you think that novena is to develop family life. Yes, parents try to go together as a family to pray and ask our Blessed Mother intercede. The reality in, in, in marriage these days, whether we like it or not, many marriages are falling apart. Okay. And it's, a, it's an endless challenge. Okay. It's just like people in Kuala Lumpur and probably other places also, who, who really want to care for their family. They work very hard and they try to give the best to their children. But uh, there seems to be less work on how to keep marriage going. You know, while they're working very hard for financial assistance and they're making money and they're uh, raising the standard of life, but to make their marriage effective, strong, strongly bonded, we kind of sometimes take it for granted. We just talk about within Malaysian context, a lot of marriages are falling apart. Maybe it has not come to our attention, but certainly it is there in our, in our website. You just have to go and Google and see lots of marriages are falling, irrespective of, of race or religion. It's happening. Okay. So, People, people see if Novena is a source of building our family life, then we have to then we go as a family and pray for a family's need, you know, and, and build up family life so that it will remain strong and deeply rooted and a family that really cares for each other and a, and a, and a, and a, and, a, and a husband and wife really feel that they are bonding in their covenant of, of, of love. Tall order. Okay. But it, it is something that is needed because it's breaking up very fast. You know, two, three years, suddenly they're they just separated or they just disappear. We may see a lot of good marriages and say, oh, wonderful, a lot of people are together. But we do not see a lot of people are just moving away. You know, it's happening. But Mary and devotion is not just about the marriage and family. Mary is the mother of the church. And this mother intercedes for all her children. And all the children do not have 
the same way kind of life. Some of us are blessed and comfortable. Others are being challenged by a variety of things and variety of problems. So people go to our Blessed Mother and ask her to intercede for a variety of things, whether it is education, whether it's job, whether it's loneliness, whether it's sickness, whether it's poverty, uh, whether it is about uh, addiction, they, they, they pray. You know, different things invite us to pray for different, different things. Mm-hmm. Okay, So our Blessed Mother, Mother we intercedes for her children. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how Jesus presented her to John in John's Gospel to tell John, behold your mother. And from that moment, he takes her into the house, into the church for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had to correct myself. I think I accidentally mentioned that. What can we pray to her for? Oh my goodness, that is not correct. Ask her intercession for, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, continuing on that point, right? Yeah. What, what, what do you think there are other intentions that uh, our, our lady does help us to intercede for that, you know, people might not know that, you know, maybe bring up the light to them and then they might continue on with this special intention. You see, some of us, some of us are, some of us are good at prayer. Some of us have words, uh, we, we, we pray. Mm-hmm. Some of us can hold on to a prayer book and uh, recite prayers, okay? Others can just go there and sit down or kneel down and mumble many prayers. But you'll see other people bringing gifts, candles, incense, flowers, you know. It is their prayer. They're asking for something, but they can't put it out in words. But they know that this child needs some assistance. Okay. It's not about Mary is the mind reader, you know. But Mary knows the children and knows their need, you know. Uh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Psychologically, the mothers seem to know more about their children than the fathers. That is that is a great bonding that takes place within the first nine months, you know, mm-hmm. and it's intact. Okay, the fathers are trying to figure out to understand their son or their daughter, but the mother seems to have a better instinct. Yeah, you know, and and, and Mary is is like that. You know, that is why. Why don't you go to Jesus, people might say. Why don't you go to the Father and pray? Sure, sure. But the woman is so strong and powerful, you know, and we, we feel it's easier because she understands better, mm-hmm. you know. And so this devotion is cultivated along this line, like, you know. Right. So I guess what you're trying to say is that you don't need a specific, special intention to go to Our Lady. You just go to her as you are. Yeah, yeah. No matter how how yeah. broken you are, no matter what baggages you're holding on to, just go to her. She knows. You yourself might not know, in fact. Exactly. But you, she knows. She knows. Yeah. In, in life, I have to put on a mask in front of you. Mm-hmm. You have to put on a mask in front of me. Okay. Because we like to kind of give a good image of ourselves. But God knows who we are. You can put a lot of masks you want to, but God can see through those things. Mm. You know, for us it will take some time to see through, but God knows. You know, Mary knows. So we we go there as 
like naked people, you know, like people in poverty who, who need, you know, so there's, there's no shame. Uh, there's nothing that kind of say, I'll be judged wrongly, you know. Society might judge us differently. Yeah. Okay. So we all have to put on an act. Okay. Uh, but in, in the eyes of God, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I have talked to people who are struggling with the sexuality or the LBGT group and all that. You know, we have to, we have to kind of uh, pretend and uh, make a show. But God sees us who we are. Mm -hmm. He 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 understands. Uh, the struggles that we are going through, mm -hmm. you know, and we are still his son or his daughter. Mm -hmm. Same with our Blessed Mother. We are still her children. We may have lots of deviation in life, but we are still her children. Thank you for that, Father. Thank you for that. I guess we're going to wrap it up real quick already. So this is probably just a couple of other uh, Trivia, I guess, topical questions, you would say. Okay. So are there any other novenas that you would recommend? So number one, we mentioned young families. And also number two, we don't want to forget them, the senior members of the parish. Could be for any intention, but is there any the novenas that you would recommend to any of these two groups? Oh, there are lots of novenas, as I told you, in, in uh, our country, Sacred Heart, you know, uh, Immaculate Heart, Novena to Immaculate Heart. You what know? would be the easiest for some someone to get into them? It's not about easy. Whether, <laughs> whether it's, it's a devotion. Nobody is obligated. You know, right, right. it's not a must that everybody must do this or do that. You know, the church the church is rich, and it offers a a, a variety of prayer forms uh, to to its faithful, and you can see some people just taking on charismatic as a way of prayer. Mm -hmm. okay? Other people taking on another form of prayer, Christian meditation, you know, is another form of prayer, okay? So we have lots of diversities, okay? Novena is one of the devotions that have been offered by the church, okay? So depending on who you are, I, I can only say Novena to Mary is popular and is almost practiced every Saturday in almost all parishes in KL Diocese, okay? So it's an easy access for us to, to go, okay? Some people say, oh, no, I, I want to have a novena to send in. I mean, how many of us can afford to travel to Bukit Matajam every week? You know, it's not easy, you know. Or I want to pray the novena to send in from my house. You can do that, you know. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's our blessed mother. And uh, there are other novenas that are not perpetual. That means they do not go week by week, like devotion to Mary like you get St. Jude, when it comes the feast day, okay, they have nine nights of Novena prayer. You have St. Anthony's, it becomes nine night. Or every Tuesday, they might have a mask, uh, prayers and give distribution of some loaves of bread, you know, as part of their devotion, okay? But perpetual Novena is something that is carried out in our country on a weekly basis, okay? I, I, I encourage people to pray, never give up, okay, we pray. But what we can do for novena is that we while the while the old people have old the old uh, it's not a bad word our uh, elderly brothers and sisters still make it a must to come for novena. The parents should encourage children, bring them along, you know, 
cultivate this devotion uh, because practice practice tends to kind of a create a, a strength within us and make that a part of our lives and, and then it becomes our, our way of life later on uh, i would say the novena community in 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 tamantun ismail uh, should kind of really uh, develop a, a methodology for novena where they find where they can draw young people whether it's topical issues whether it's allowing them to lead it allowing them to share you know that young people will feel charged uh, that we also have a place uh, in this devotion and uh, we can also speak to our blessed mother with with our with our language and in our own expressive way and that's a way we are going to grow as a church otherwise we'll find it will slowly die with the elderly people yeah which is what we do not want yeah yeah we want to keep the tradition strong yes to the young people especially yes so yeah like i mentioned we do need a little bit more catholicism in that respect yes sure. so maybe we'll see something happening oh hope case. so yeah i'm so, sure i'm sure yeah yeah so we end off with father how do we you know how do we start even praying the novena how how do you even encourage someone to do so what kind of push can you give someone right yeah of course we can encourage you know hey, there's a novena devotion you know uh, and we can encourage invite others along and so forth but often when people feel the need for it they will show up okay all the church can do is that to make uh, its devotion available uh, and so that when people feel the need you know to come uh, throughout my years i've noticed that come exam time suddenly you see an influx of young people you know uh, they, they feel they feel you know novena coming to novena is going to assist them in the exam you know whatever exam they are sitting for we see that we see people who are who are who got someone going for surgery you know or very critically ill you know someone in the family they come for novena or someone who has uh, who has was to give up the job or sack from a job we see them you know in in desperation they come okay so we we see we see things like this happening you know uh, and and so what the church can do the church can make itself available here is this church we have a novena devotion whether there are 20 people there or 30 people there we have this novena devotion we are not putting as yardstick and say only when 100 people come for novena we will pray the novena no we will pray whether there are 10 people there we will pray so that people can come at their own time at their own pace with their own needs i think i think that's what we need to do as a church yeah yeah just to be available at all at all times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right but novena promoters can do this like keep encouraging people mm-hmm. especially families don't come by yourself bring others along you know so the family Always. members have to do, do some evangelization you know bring the children along you know and they might say ah no need like you know just come you know be part of me part of us you know mm. yeah all right father i i think that wraps it up and thank you so much for 
you know, for such a fiery, what, what, what do you call this? Do you call this a lecture or do you call this a, <laughs> I don't know, this conversation was, was very, very, uh, not to say lighthearted because, you know, we, we talked about some serious stuff here. So, but anyways, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thank you for, for speaking with us. Yes. And yeah, we just hope to see you more in the, in, the, in the coming future as well here in KA. All right. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in for day two. We hope to see you on day three, which will be, which will be dropping quite soon. And if you'd like to get more updates from us, you can like our Facebook page, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and also follow our Telegram. We'll drop all the updates for just, not just the podcast, but also whatever feast day programs that is happening in Christos Aman. So with that, thank you, Father, once again. And to everyone listening, have a good day. <laughs>